0: News. It's one o'clock. I'm Alex Price. The headlines. The government is accused of arrogance over its response to yesterday's anti-extradition law protest. Lawmakers call for harsher penalties on noise polluters in public parks. And US regulators are reported to have considered grounding Boeing 737 MAX planes as early as last year. Civic Party leader Alvin Yeung says the government's response to yesterday's protest against changes to extradition laws showed arrogance and disrespect. The acting chief executive, Matthew Jern said what mattered wasn't the size of the protest, but that protesters' concerns were due to a lack of understanding of the proposal. Organisers said 130,000 people took part in the rally, while police put the figure at around 23,000. Mr Yeung says if the government doesn't shelve its proposal, there'll be more protests. The ball is now in the court of the government, and if they are willing to listen to the people's voice, if they are willing to make compromises, if they are willing to withdraw the bill, and if they are willing to, say, for example, adopt the Democrats' proposal, either the Sunset Clause or the Civic Party's extraterritorial jurisdiction proposal, then there will be no problem. And I don't think we are threatening the government. We are just the people. We have no weapon whatsoever. We are simply lots of free will people who are trying to make a voice being heard. A court will rule today on the fate of a local teenager accused of killing his pregnant girlfriend in Taiwan. Chan Tongkai will be sentenced by the High Court after admitting four counts of money laundering relating to the property of Poon Hoi Wing, who was found dead in a Taipei hotel room. Police said Mr Chan admitted killing her, but he can't be sent to Taiwan to face charges because the SAR has no extradition agreement with Taiwan. Officials have used the case to support their push to change the extradition laws. And former Causeway Bay bookseller Lam Wingy says it's ridiculous for people to suggest he fled Hong Kong a few days ago to boost turnout for yesterday's anti-extradition law march. Calling an RTH radio programme from Taiwan, Mr Lam said he'd planned to go to the island as earlier as this month, but he only left last Thursday because Taiwanese authorities gave him his visa late. The bookseller said he had to go because the new extradition law would mean he's no longer safe in Hong Kong. Lawmakers are urging the government to impose harsher penalties on noise polluters in public parks. They support a government proposal to change laws so park managers and nearby residents can serve as witnesses when noise polluters are prosecuted. But lawmakers are concerned it won't solve the problem of singing in parks. The council front's Aonok Hin says the maximum fine of $2,000 or a two-week jail term is too lenient. He says the singers can earn much more
1: dosing aunties, they receive red packets, which is quite a large amount of money. Approximately some thousands or something. It means that those penalties is not very efficient to control them. A better measure for them is to try to have incrementalism. At first, we should have the warning to them. If they still stinging without considering others, more penalties could be done.
0: The Director of Leisure and Cultural Services, Michelle Lee, says a suspension of the ban on smoking and hawking at around 450 public spaces since mid-March has not prompted a spike in violations. Officials had to stop enforcement actions because they failed to deposit the plans in the land registry due to an inconsistency in the legal English and Chinese wording of the law. Ms Lee says officials have completed filing around half the plans now and they're confident they can finish most of the filing in June. She also says authorities have decided not to announce the list of public spaces affected as the information won't be accurate as officials continue their filing. She spoke through an interpreter.
1: Now if we have observed irregularities, one will try to persuade people, say, not to smoke. Usually upon persuasion, the people cooperate. There is no number to indicate that because of the um, prosecution is withheld, there is any um, issue.
0: a co-founder of the Occupy movement, legal scholar Benny Tai, has reportedly been transferred to Shekpik Prison to serve out his 16-month prison term. It follows his conviction earlier this month on public nuisance charges over the 2014 pro-democracy protests. Professor Tai smiled briefly towards cameras as he was taken away from Lycheecock Detention Centre. It's understood two others in the same case, Occupy co-founders Chan Kinman and League of Social Democrats activist Raphael Wong, have been sent to Pickhook and Stanley prisons respectively. The government has been urged to step up efforts to promote recycling before it introduces a levy for domestic waste. The DAB surveyed about a 1,000 people, and 73% of the respondents said the administration is doing a poor job of recycling. The party said the government should provide more recycling bins on the streets, clean them more often, and intensify education campaigns to encourage people to sort their rubbish properly. DAB lawmaker Elizabeth Quatt said many people are put off because they believe recyclable waste is going to the landfill.
2: Because a lot of people worry that uh, even they do recycling, all the um, uh, stuff will finally uh,
0: put in landfill, government should put more effort to support a uh, recycling industry and also to uh, make sure uh, we have enough uh, recycling facilities and to rebuild confidence uh, for Hong Kong citizens
2: to do recycling.
0: Police say they will press charges against a 65-year-old man who allegedly drove the wrong way through the central Wan Chai bypass on Saturday night. The man, surname Fong, was cautioned last night at the Shaoqi Wan reporting centre. Police are treating the case as dangerous driving. Officers investigated after a video showed a car with Hong Kong and mainland licence plates travelling the wrong way through the tunnel. Reports say the driver was carrying his boss, actor-turned-businessman Ng Kai Ming, to the Four Seasons Hotel in Central. Mr. Ng reportedly claimed his driver wasn't familiar with the route. It's been reported that U.S. regulators considered grounding Southwest Airlines' fleet of Boeing 737 MAX planes last year after learning of an issue with its anti-stall system. Investigators in the Indonesian Lion Air crash in October and the Ethiopia Airlines crash in March believe the system is the main suspect in the accidents. Last year, the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration found Boeing had deactivated a warning signal in the system called Disagree Light without telling Southwest. They considered grounding the planes as they explored whether pilots needed additional training about the alert. Emergency measures to ban Sri Lankans from covering their faces are coming into force today. President Maitripala Sirisena said his action was prompted by national security needs following last Sunday's bomb attacks that killed at least 250 people. Here's the BBC's Steve Jackson. The ban, which comes into effect on Monday, outlaws any form of face covering that would stop someone from being identified. The announcement makes no specific mention of the niqab and burqa worn by Muslim women, but is clearly aimed at them. Although many female Sri Lankan Muslims don't cover their
2: faces, a significant number have started doing so in recent years. Even before the Easter attacks, there had been a growing public demand for a ban in Sri Lanka, and that has gathered momentum since the bombings. Several European countries and a handful in Africa and Asia already forbid
0: covering the face. Meanwhile, Indian security forces have raided the homes of two people in the state of Kerala in connection with the Sri Lankan bombings. Officials said documents and mobile phones were seized. The two men are suspected to have had contacts with the jihadists behind the Sri Lankan attacks and the Islamic State group in Syria. The Iranian foreign minister, Javad Zarif, says people close to President Trump are trying to provoke a military confrontation between Tehran and Washington. In a series of interviews with the American media, Mr. Zarif said that what he termed Mr. Trump's B-team, including his national security adviser, John Bolton, were trying to create tension. But he said he didn't believe the US president wanted a clash. I don't think military confrontation will happen. I think people have more prudence than allowing a military confrontation to happen. But I think the US administration is putting things in place for accidents to happen. And there has to be extreme vigilance so that people who are planning this type of accident would not have their way. Spain's Socialist Prime Minister, Pedro Sánchez, is preparing to form a new government Out his party won the most seats in the general election. The Socialists didn't secure a majority, so they'll need the support of other parties. Mr Sánchez addressed his jubilant supporters outside the Socialist Party's headquarters in Madrid. We have sent a clear and powerful message from the people of Spain to Europe and the world that it is possible to beat reactionaries and authoritarianism and regression. More than 6,500 people have had to leave their homes near Montreal in eastern Canada after floodwaters breached a dike. Here's the BBC's Chris Buckler. Police officers, firefighters and soldiers have been helping to evacuate people from homes in Ontario, New Brunswick and Quebec. All three provinces have been facing problems – But some of the worst damage has been caused in a suburb west of Montreal. A barrier at the edge of a lake gave way, leading to a surge of water and flooding streets and houses. The Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says it's just the latest example of extreme weather and highlights that the country needs to find a way of making its infrastructure more climate resilient. The Colombian president, Ivan Duque, has launched a plan to try to scope illegal deforestation in the country's national parks, which represent a tenth of its territory. BBC's Candace Piet has the details.
2: Mr Duque said that Colombia was losing 2,000 square kilometres of virgin tropical rainforest each year. The country's forests are some of the most biologically diverse in the world, home to 10% of all plants and animal species. But as the trees fall to the loggers, in their place illegal miners are moving in, along with cattle ranchers and poor peasants seeking land to farm. The Colombian government hopes that renewed vigilance, investment in better aerial monitoring, along with education programmes on the ground, will help protect the country's natural heritage.
0: The final film in the Avengers franchise, Endgame, has broken global box-off records at the close of the first weekend since its release. The distributor of the film, Disney, says global ticket sales in the five days since it was launched are estimated to have reached 1.2 billion US dollars. It's the fastest a film has ever passed the billion dollar mark. Financial news now and currencies. The US dollar is trading at 111.6 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar 11 cents and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 14 cents. And a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 29,827. That's 222 points up on the previous close. Turnover was 40.5 billion dollars. And now, with the latest sports news, here's Adam Jones.
2: We start with football, Manchester City are back on top in the English Premier League after a scrappy 1-0 win against Burnley at Turf Moor. Goal line technology was used to determine Sergio Aguero's goal in the second half when his shot crossed the line by 29mm. Pep Guardiola City are one point clear of Liverpool at the top again but the manager says they still have work to do if they want to be crown champions two more games so still it's not done a lot of to do but we push Liverpool and Liverpool push us so we win the last 12 games in a row we won the last 19 for the last 20 or 18 last 19 is incredible now it's just rest forget a little bit two or three days you know the football especially the players and after that we are going to prepare Leicester game with uh, all the desire you know to try to You know, to get three points, my dream traveled to Brighton to have the chance to be champions in our hands. That is the the target for the next two weeks. None of the teams chasing a top-four finish for Champions League football were able to take advantage of Tottenham's defeat on Saturday. Manchester United and Chelsea had to settle for a 1-0 draw at Old Trafford. Juan Mata opened scoring for United before Chelsea equalized through Marcos Alonso. United remains 6th in the table, 3 points behind 4th place Chelsea with 2 games to play. In the early game, Arsenal fell 3-0 to Leicester City for their 3rd consecutive league defeat that leaves Arsenal in 5th place, 2 points behind Chelsea. Next to horse racing, trainer John Moore believes his Champions Mile winner Beauty Generation is capable of more wins this season. The horse displayed great form in Sunday's Champions Mile victory in Sha Tin, becoming just the fourth horse to complete the Group 1 Hong Kong Mile and Champions Mile double in the same season. The Group 1 Yasta Kinen International race in Japan is a possible next target for beauty generation. And speaking after Sunday's triumph, Moore believes his horse is in good shape for more wins. Uh, as I said, it was a facile win today. I still think he's got a lot left in the tank. It's, 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 it's truly exciting. And, and to have him in the yard, as I
1: said, is, is every, every trainer's dream.
2: Basketball now. The fourth-seeded Boston Celtics stunned the top-ranked Milwaukee Bucks. 112 to 90 in game 1 of their second round NBA playoff series. Kyrie Irving led Boston with 26 points. Al Horford stepped up for the Celtics on defense with 11 rebounds to go with his 20 points. Boston shot 54% as a team. Their starters combined for nine blocks, holding the Bucks' star man Yanis Antetokounmpo to just 7 for 21 from the field. In the West, the Golden State Warriors held off the Houston Rockets 104-100, behind 35 points from Kevin Durant. And that's your look at sports. Now to end the news,
0: a reminder of our top stories. The government is accused of arrogance over its response to yesterday's anti-extradition law protest. Lawmakers call for harsher penalties on noise polluters in public parks. And US regulators are reported to have considered grounding Boeing 737 MAX planes as early as last year. The news from RTHK.
1: There is always a silver lining. Blessed are those who know what it is. We think that we need everything. The love is found in the wrong kind of dreams. There's always time to ask for help. There's always space to find your ways. Sometimes you weep for the storms ahead, and sometimes you hide or you. Because we're afraid of losing, we have lost the meaning of sharing, but with love there is something to win, today might not be as hard as it seems, there's always room to make